If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Got some updates on the weather for you here in Sonoma County. So you had a weekend of scattered showers, but the National Weather Service reports that even though the storm clouds are moving out, the cold is coming back in. So the rain was more evenly spaced out compared to the previous storm we had, that crazy atmospheric river we had here in Sonoma County. Uh, but there haven't been any significant flood issues this weekend. As of yesterday afternoon, the weekend storm brought up one and three-fourths of an inch of rainfall to the wettest parts of Sonoma County. And starting this morning, the clear skies and low winds caused temperatures to drop into the 30s. Uh, Amber, we were talking about before the show started today that both of our windshields were absolutely <laughs> covered in ice. And over the next two days, highs will reach the upper 50s and the lower 60s. Well, the Powerball was peaking around the corner at $1 billion again. I want to be a billionaire so freaking bad. There was no winner in Saturday's drawing, which means I did not win. I actually have yet to check my ticket, uh, but Monday night's Powerball is up $747 million. Uh, so Saturday's numbers were 2, 8, 15, 19, 58, and the Powerball was 10. So check to see if you won at least $2 or more. Uh, the jackpot would be the ninth, the largest in U.S. lottery history. Pretty big chunk of change. Uh, but Powerball, don't forget, draws on Monday, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Something I've noticed about the past year is that the Powerball has been crazy. And every lottery has been so crazy. So best of luck to you if you're winning. The 65th uh, Grammy Awards were last night. And here were the biggest winners in country music. Best country solo performance went to Willie Nelson for Live Forever. Best country duo and group performance went to Carly Pierce and Ashley McBride for Never Wanted to Be That Girl. I never wanted to be that girl. Best Country album went to Willie Nelson for A Beautiful Time. And Best Country song went to Cody Johnson for Till You Can't. If you're gonna love somebody, hold them as long and as strong and as close as you can, till you can. Also, Casey Musgraves honored Loretta Lynn and Luke Combs performed as well. For the full winners list and a Grammys recap, head to froggy929.com. With Amber and Tanner. Good morning! Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Since Amber and I moved to Sonoma County 1,417 days ago, I have been on a journey to become a world-class chef. What is with the... The exact number of how many days we've lived here. Well, to be exact, 1,417 days ago and six hours. Why I, are you doing this? I don't know. just wanted to be a little bit specific. Um, but when we moved here, I didn't know how to cook. All I could cook was my legendary chili mac, which is just Kraft mac and cheese and a can of chili mixed together. But I've made a ton of progress in my journey to become a world-class chef. What is your favorite non-traditional breakfast? Is it something that shouldn't be eaten at breakfast time? We want to know. So I love pizza. Amber, I could eat pizza all day long. Uh, so I wanted to eat leftover pizza for breakfast, but spice it up, make it a little bit more breakfast-like. So here's what I did. I put a pan on the stove and put pizza in it. And then I took that pizza, I cut a hole in the pizza right there in the middle and cracked an egg right in there. Then I put two ice cubes and put a lid on top. And it was, mwah, boom, breakfast saw. Mm. It's my official name for it. 
It's good. I've had it before. You have? Yeah. We used to go to this place called Ted's Most Best back home in Athens, and they served like a, a it was very similar. Like yeah. there was an egg on top of the pizza, and the crust was really crispy, and it was good. Dang, I thought I created something. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You thought you created breakfast pizza. I absolutely not, did. No, you're joking. I'm dead serious. You're messing serious. with me. Now, I know that bit, you are. I'm a little bit disappointed now because I thought I was a genius and created something. But hey, in 2023, it's impossible to create <laughs> no. anything unique anymore. I think that you made a delicious breakfast pizza Thank and you. that's all that matters i appreciate that you're so welcome amber what is your favorite non-traditional breakfast okay so my dad used to make my dad and my mom used to make these like fried salmon patties so they'd get canned salmon which i know it sounds gross uh and then they'd fry the patties well i would eat those for breakfast the next day but with a biscuit Ooh. so it would be a a fried salmon biscuits i don't know sandwich <laughs> and i would eat it cold and that's it was actually sounds really good it's pretty good I, I don't know how to make it i'm gonna have to ask my parents for the recipe but i'll try to bring it in if they do can you send it over because <laughs> i want to make a sandwich <laughs> oh my god <laughs> denise from petluma what weird food do you love eating during breakfast time i have chili Tons mm. of cheese. Like, it needs to be dripping off my chin. <laughs> cheese. <laughs> and then a little bit of hot sauce. Amber and Tanner in the morning. So have you ever been dragged to an event that you hated, you didn't want to be there, you didn't want to go at all, we want to know what happened? Uh, because Ben Affleck is trending all over Twitter, Instagram, I mean, he's all over the internet right now. And it's not just because he attended the Grammy Awards with his beautiful wife, Jennifer Lopez, but it looked like he'd rather be anywhere else in the world but there. <laughs> Imagine being so famous you're not looking <laughs> forward to going to the Grammys. I mean, I was looking at all these screens screenshots online and it showed just like cameras panning to Ben and Jennifer and he just looks so miserable <laughs> like he was rolling his eyes he was just like like big heavy size and you know Jen was like trying to dance and have fun and get him to join in and he was just like I'd rather be at home napping or drinking my Dunkin Donuts <laughs> I just don't <laughs> feel like wearing this $15,000 suit yes what a waste of my time <laughs> so a lot of the memes online were pretty funny and uh, a lot of people were tweeting things like if you're having a bad day I promise you're not as miserable as Ben Affleck at the Grammys right now <laughs> so Tanner you did see all of these pictures and things like that oh, yeah. online I, I sure did and I just laugh at it so much just because what we were talking about earlier, like how ridiculous is it that someone's not looking forward to the Grammys, like seeing Luke Combs perform live, Harry Styles perform live, Beyonce make world history. Yeah. It's just silly. I mean, I guess Ben's been to so many of these things in his lifetime. Maybe he's numb to it. Mm. Uh, but, you know, this is Jennifer's thing. You got to be out there to support her. I'm sure she doesn't necessarily want to be at the Oscars all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Not that Ben Affleck gets a ton of Oscars, but you know what I mean? Yeah, or at least when you don't want to be somewhere, just paint on a smile because there's cameras at every angle, every direction on you the full night. It's so hard to paint on a smile when you don't want to be somewhere. I've definitely been there. My fiance's dragged me to things with his like work friends when we were back home in Athens. And I was like, man, I really don't want to hear about stories about how you ate bread out of a window at work. <laughs> he used to be a server. I don't oh, okay, know. That's yeah. all they used to talk about. You know what I mean? And you're sitting here like, I've heard this story 80 times already. Wow. And anything else, please? 
You guys don't like that one girl you don't work with. A uh, big spread. I mean, Tanner, have you been in a situation like this before? Yeah, definitely. I've been with somebody that I had to go to her work weekend team building event, <laughs> and it was bring the partners and everything. And we were at some woods in the in the Pacific Northwest, and I did not want to be there at all. And I had to go to all these seminars and sit in circles and talk about efficiency. And I was like, this doesn't apply to me whatsoever. You had I, to go to all that? I had to go to all of that because they wanted the partners to be a part of the experience. You mean to tell me you didn't get to sit inside a hotel room with your dog by yourself like I did? (laughs) No. I'm so sorry. Yeah. At least we didn't have to play like hacky sack or something like that. Yeah. I never want to do that. (laughs) Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. Between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy 92.9. If you could live your life by one movie quote, what movie quote would you pick? Jordan Davis says that he tries to live his life by a movie quote. Watching you watch the sun going down. That's what my world spins around. He said one of the deepest movie quotes I have ever heard was from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. It was, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around every once in a while, you can miss it. Yeah, a lot of people love that quote. People use it as their senior quotes in the yearbook. They yeah. get it on their tombstones. It's so good. One of the <laughs> best movie quotes of all time. And honestly, I'm jealous that that's, that's his favorite movie quote. Uh, Amber, what movie quote is your life motto? Uh, I really like this quote. It's, you must be imaginative, strong-hearted. You must try things that may not work. You must not let anyone define your limits because of where you come from. Your only limit is your soul. It's wow. A good, it's a good quote, right? Wow. Guess where it's from? What is it from? It's from Ratatouille. What? Yeah. Ratatouille <laughs> dropping the tooth bombs on everybody. Yeah, it's a real, you know, I, I love that movie so much. And Cole's actually never seen it, even though we named our dog after Remy. Yeah. Uh, and I, he just doesn't understand. It's such a good movie. I need to rewatch it. <laughs> so good. What I love about Disney so much, of of course, it's meant for kids. But yeah. we learn so much from those movies. It, it's wild. It's a, Yeah, it's an amazing film. Amber, have you ever seen the movie American Beauty? I have. It's I have. so good. Uh, and the quote I love from it, uh, I remember seeing this on posters uh, when I was younger. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. Sure, yeah. the past has certain things to influence who you are, but you can really make any changes. You can uh, change things about yourself on any given day, and you can just, your, your life is in your hands. It's a good quote. Yeah, I love it. It's a good one. Let us know what movie quote is special to you. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. Aaron Carter fans are calling out the Recording Academy for not honoring the late singer at the 2023 Grammys last night. So on Sunday during the award show, viewers noticed that Aaron Carter was not included in the In Memoriam segment they have every year at the Grammys. The former child pop star, brother of Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys. He was known for his albums, Aaron's Party and Love. Unfortunately, he passed away at the age of 34 back in November of last year. 
Now, while the Recording Academy acknowledged Aaron in a list shared online prior to the ceremony, his fans did take to social media to express their outrage over the onstage omission. One Twitter user wrote, Shame on the Grammys 2023. He was so multi-talented, a pop icon. How disheartening. Meanwhile, other fans called the exclusion disrespectful and inhumane, adding, you know, we love Aaron. Now, Melly Martin, she's the mother of Aaron's son. She told TMZ that she's baffled the Academy left him out, saying all Aaron ever wanted was for his music to be recognized. And the apparent mistake is a slap in the face to his legacy and his son. Now, that does seem like quite the omission because I saw that they did have a lot of names, a lot of people up there. Um, But the Grammys, the Oscars, award shows do this every single year. They forget someone, and it's usually someone pretty big. Aaron had a lot of fans and fans that followed him from when he was just a kid making music to trying to be a serious musician as an adult. And with the amount of people involved in putting that show together and how recent his death was, you know, I'm really surprised by this every year that someone would have or wouldn't have said, hey, you forgot Aaron Carter. Let's put Aaron Carter in. Just got a message from Natasha from Windsor. She said, he may not have been for everyone, but for everyone who loved him, he should have been in it. I had his pictures on my wall, had every album, and was truly a fan. She said, rest in peace, Aaron Carter. So what do you think? Do you think the omission was purposeful? Do you think it was a mistake? Let us know. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tannery's headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Cause it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines. One of them is real. Can Amber identify the headline in a haystack? The record for 2023 is 12 to 4. I am currently up and I won on Friday. I've been killing it lately. I, I, f- I feel good. I don't know any of these. <laughs> I think you might today because I, it is your birthday week. You got a little extra swagger in your step. Mm, I mean, I don't know if you'd call it swagger as much as you would call it old age in my step. <laughs> <laughs> well, Amber, I do know you love DIY stuff. And so today is the DIY edition of Headline in the Haystack. Here's headline number one. Man makes alligator head bar stools. Headline number two. Woman makes $1,000 a month by selling used floss. And here's headline number three. Woman makes dress out of 2,000 pennies. Gosh, it could be any of these. (laughs) I really like the pennies one. (laughs) Also like the alligator head one, but... I have a feeling that it's the floss. You're going with the floss? Well, Amber, I am so sorry. (laughs) It is not the floss. Oh, man. (laughs) You know, floss is like, what is it even? Like, how do we recycle that? Do we recycle that? You know, I thought someone came up with a good uh, way to recycle it. But anyway, um, alligator bar stool. That is not the headline in It was haystack. the penny one? It was absolutely woman makes dress <sighs> out of 2,000 pennies. In this mess, blame it on that red dress. 
<laughs> I said I like that one. I should have gone with that one. Always go with your gut. Yeah, I know. Uh, so Newsweek magazine says a fashion designer is going viral right now for creating a new dress out of 2,652 pennies. And the dress, you're probably wondering, well, how much did it cost? $26.52. <laughs> Shay posted pictures of herself in the dress along with the caption. In total, this dress took 13 spools of thread, four broken needles, and 150 plus hours of work. Only four broken needles, that's it? Right? Good I, for her. I don't even know how that's possible. <laughs> well, I guess I'm not going around making dresses. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. We're opening up a page, an excerpt from my dream journal. Uh, Tanner and I like to open up Amber's dream journal every now and then and analyze my dreams. So I want to talk about this dream that I had last night. Um, I had a dream that I was back in high school and it was my best friend Heather's birthday uh, and another friend and I were trying to surprise her by the end of the day, you know, with surprise, happy birthday, it's a big celebration. So all day we were sneaking around and trying to pretend, you know, that we didn't know it was her birthday and I was getting her cake and presents and things like that. But in my dream, a lot of mishaps occurred. A lot of things went wrong. Like the cake I was getting her got locked into a classroom and I couldn't get in. I didn't have balloons and I was trying to sneak off campus to get the balloons. Uh, So I'm just trying to figure out why I had this dream. My friend's birthday was on January 25th, so it just passed. I did get her a birthday present, told her happy birthday. So I'm really trying to figure out what's going on. Mm. You know, we got to bring out the... The dream interpreter here from Radio Shack. It's been a while since we've done this. We're, yeah. we're in a new studio, so I got to find a, a good plug-in. It's looking a little rusty. <laughs> this thing is ancient from 2001. Just kidding. But here's what it says, and here's the full uh, analyzation. Dreaming about a birthday party or a celebration, not going as planned, might make you feel pretty worried. However, it doesn't mean that the changes and fresh starts won't be good for you. Dreams about birthdays are typically a pretty positive sign, so make sure you take notice of how you are feeling in the dream, that's the most important part, and whose birthday it is. This will help you understand what your subconsciousness is telling you. I don't ever know what my subconscious is trying to tell me. Like, do I, is, am I elated? Do I have to go to the bathroom? Like, what's going on there? <laughs> but, no, I <laughs> I think, you know, my birthday's coming up. And, mm. and, and, I, and I have a feeling that, you know, there's this, all this pressure that you have to plan something for birthdays. And that's not always true. Mm-hmm. Personally, I don't like to plan anything. But I think my friends have been pressuring me to plan things. For your own birthday? Yeah. What? It, that's all, it happens to me every single year. That's you weird. Do, you shouldn't have to of, plan anything. It's out of care. It's out of love. But yeah. I'm just like, y'all, please. <laughs> I just want to eat like an enchilada and hang out. You know, the, <laughs> the dream Doppler is giving me an alert right now and it's okay. blinking. It said, remember to tell Amber that she is incredibly special and loved and Sonoma uh, County appreciates her and happy birthday. Yay. Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up and the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings. Froggy 92.9. 
Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to talk to Candace. Candace takes her five-year-old grocery shopping with her, and Barry Martindale's going to try to convince her that her five-year-old is stealing. Hello? Hi, is this Candace? Yeah, this is Candace. Who's this? Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services here. I'm calling on behalf of where you do your grocery shopping. Okay. I want to inform you that your destination has installed a brand new security system. Why are you telling me this? You have a five-year-old son that you bring grocery shopping with you, correct? Yeah. His name is Nick. Nick. Well, Nick has been grabbing candy from the aisle without your knowledge and has been stuffing his coat pockets. Please. Nick would never do that. I've taught him better than that. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I'm positive that your son's a thief. What? I have video surveillance of the theft and the lies and everything from your five-year-old son, Nick. Can you be a little more specific? What exactly is he taking? He's taking candy bars. For some reason, he took some gluten-free pasta last Tuesday. And uh, if you don't believe me, you can just check his coat pockets. Where is he going to say gluten-free pasta in his tiny little jacket? You just—I I don't believe this. All right, that's fine. I can send you the surveillance footage right now. Um, but also, just want to let you know that both you and your son are going to serve community service starting next month, and you're going to do community service every other weekend for the next four months because he's a thief, and I think you're what? in on it. What? Yeah. Okay. You, you, who, are, who are you just deciding that, that my five-year-old son has to do community service? My sign was... I don't was... think that's legal. I don't know. I mean, I have no idea. But me doing it, that's out of the question. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh, my gosh. You have me going. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the Morning every weekday at 7.55 for The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. The Grammys were last night, and here are some of the big winners. Best Country Album, A Beautiful Time, Willie Nelson. Best Rap Album, Kendrick Lamar. Best Dance and Electronic Album. As we are witnessing history tonight, breaking the record for the most Grammy wins of all time. It's Renaissance, Beyonce. History has been made. That was really cool to watch. Yeah. And, you know, here on Amber and Tanner in the morning, we like to have our own award show. It's called the Spontaneous Award Ceremony. So we'll never be able to make a speech at, like, the Grammys or the Oscars, but we like to imagine that we are given an award speech with the Spontaneous Award Ceremony. Hey, don't say that. Maybe one day. Maybe we could both be EGOT winners. Ooh. We win them all. You know what? I'll start learning the tambourine. You want to do the rest? Because I am not musically inclined. (laughs) We'll figure it out. Uh, So this is how the spontaneous award ceremony works. I have an award for Amber. She has one for me. We don't know what award we are receiving, and we're going to give a 30-second speech on whatever our award is on the spontaneous award ceremony. Okay. Since it's my birthday this week... I'm going to give you your award first. Ooh, I, I like do that. This. Are you ready? I am so ready. It's really great. It's so nice. <laughs> and I'm never nice. So here we go. <laughs> All right. The, the award for most positive and energetic radio DJ in Sonoma County goes to Tanner Chambers. That 
was so nice. I know. Thank you very much. Isn't it crazy I can be nice? <laughs> I would like to thank so many people for this. I would like to, first of all, thank my awesome co-host, Amber Henderson. She keeps me positive every single morning, but she also checks me when I'm being way too positive and kind of annoying, so I appreciate her for that. I would like to thank the entire Froggy Air staff for keeping me positive during times that might not be positive, like Jen, for example. Jen, Amber, I love you both. <laughs> there we go. You made it. Barely. <laughs> you made it. <laughs> All right. Do you want yours? Yes. All right. And the award for most special birthday in the month of February goes to <laughs> Amber Henderson. Woo! First of all, I'd like to thank my parents for uh, you know creating me, for making the um, mistake. Is what they call it. I'm just kidding. They say I was a surprise, but I was the best surprise. So I just want to thank, you know, my mom for giving birth to me a couple of weeks early so I could be a February baby and, you know, kind of sort of a Valentine's Day baby, but it's an easy date to remember. So, um, you know, I guess I thank the universe for that and i um, really excited to turn 32 tomorrow. With Amber and Tanner. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. So Valentine's Day is next week, but have you ever heard of Galentine's Day? Tanner, have you ever heard of Galentine's Day? I sure have. All right, so Galentine's Day is typically celebrated on February 13th. It's a holiday invented by Amy Poehler's character on Parks and Rec, Leslie Nope. And it's kind of taken as, you know, a life of its own. A lot of people are celebrating Galentine's Day every year. What's Galentine's Day? Oh, it's only the best day of the year. Every February 13th, my lady friends and I leave our husbands and our boyfriends at home and we just come and kick it breakfast style. Ladies celebrating ladies. It's like Lilith Fair minus the angst. Plus frittatas. Plus frittatas. <laughs> frittatas sounds great. <laughs> so my friends and I got together for a Galentine's Day celebration yesterday and we were painting, we were drinking mimosas and Tanner, I want you to look at the sign I made for my apartment. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Welcome to our home depends who you are. <laughs> I love that. Well, I originally did. I, look, I'm not, a, I just want to say I'm not a great artist, by the way, but I, I really tried with this one. And then I was like, you know what? This is kind of tacky. I'm going to put something funny at the bottom. Yeah. I like the little, uh, the leaf that you have at the bottom. That was such a disaster. I, I, I just, you can see how I painted over it like six times. <laughs> I definitely can. But it looks good. It looks good. I think you did Thanks. a great job. <laughs> um, so, Tanner, uh, do you have any other suggestions maybe for my next Valentine's Day? Or have you ever done like a bro Day? You know, I want to do a bro Day. That sounds great. <laughs> Probably not as fun as Valentine's Day, for example. None of us would make a cool sign like that at all. You could. <laughs> we could. Um, I got to call out all my bros in Sonoma County. I'll hit you up. Uh, but for Valentine's <laughs> Day, I think something uh, that would be fun, uh, this is presuming that you all have partners. You all bring food that your significant other doesn't like that you've been depriving yourself no, of. That's pretty good. Like, if you love brie cheese, but your partner's like, Ugh, enough with the brie cheese. You bring all the food that you always want to eat all the time. <laughs> Does Cammie not like Brie? She doesn't, and it drives me nuts. Okay, I was like, this is coming from somewhere. There's truth in this joke. You I'm can, hearing it. You can see the red coming to my face. <laughs> okay, so Broentines with Brie. Yeah. That's what it's going to be. Well, that was for Galentines. Okay. Broentines, 
I'll figure it out. Okay. Just chicken wings everywhere. It just kind of sounds like you want to eat Brie, so yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll figure that out. But we asked on Facebook, facebook.com slash Tanner in the morning. Do you celebrate Valentine's Day? What do you do to celebrate with your gals? Kelsey from Runner Park said, my friends and I do a gift exchange for Valentine's Day every year. We get each other Valentine's Day themed things like socks, candy, and jewelry. That's cute. Janelle from Santa Rosa said, I always wanted to host a Valentine's Day wine night with my lady friends. I might do that this year. Lisa from Healdsburg said, my best friend and I watch a rom-com every year together and eat box chocolate. It's gonna be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time when they're awesome. Today's country. Froggy 92.9. The Super Bowl is this weekend. The Chiefs are taking on the Philadelphia Eagles in Arizona. And this is really cool. For the first time in NFL history, two brothers are going to be competing against each other. We're talking about Travis and Jason Kelsey. And... The mom of the Kelsey brothers did something really cool. She took two of their jerseys, cut them up, sewed them together so she could support both of her sons. That's exactly what I would have done. Right? And it looks really cool. Honestly, I kind of want one, even though I don't like either of those teams. Yeah, I'm over here just like, I hope both teams have fun. (laughs) That's what the mom is doing. She's like, well... Go well, teams. I'll still bring orange slices to both teams. <laughs> it's totally fine. Uh, were you and your siblings competitive? Because I bet these two were. We're getting some responses on our Facebook page. But Amber, were you and your older brother competitive in any way? It's not really. You know, we are so different in age that there was just no reason for us to be competitive. The only thing my brother ever did was make me feel stupid. So, <laughs> like... Did you dish it back ever, though? No, I was too young to dish it back. I didn't have anything. He's like, gosh, you're such a dumb kid. And I'm like, yeah, I guess. Oh, I'm I so am. sorry. Which is why I'm obsessed with being right all the time now. <laughs> There's psychology behind it, believe it or not. Oh, I, I totally believe it, yeah. Um, what about you? So you're, You and Ryan are close in age, right? Yeah, we're three years apart. And we uh, were and still are extremely competitive against each other. It's kind of just embedded in our DNA. I mean, we'd have like water chugging contests. But what I think of specifically is with Jason and Travis Kelsey. That was my brother and I's dream when we were kids. <laughs> really? Because we used to go in our backyard put on our football pads from our different teams and just go head to head and completely clobber each other for hours upon hours. That's totally normal, I think. Yeah. Right? Uh, and we had our That's own what I rules. Imagine. I mean, uh, we would hit up. each other in the heads and my mom would just sit back and laugh like, "Ugh. Boys will be boys, uh, yeah. I suppose." <laughs> <laughs> and we come in, we wouldn't come in till one of us was bleeding. Yeah, Ryan's like, "Dad, I broke my arm." Your mom's like, "That's hilarious." <laughs> <laughs> it was typically me, the one getting hurt, because I am the the younger brother, and my brother would rush like whenever I was crying. He'd be like, "No, no, no, mom's gonna hear." <laughs> getting some responses on our Froggy Facebook page, uh, talking about how you had a rivalry with your sibling. Skippy from Gurnville says, "Any sport we compete against in, good brothers can only better each other." Aw, I like that. Uh, John from Georgia said, "We were competitive about getting the last piece of chicken." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Uh, now that I think about it, my brother and I you do, used to fight for, about food all the time oh, and yeah. the bathroom. Uh, Christine <laughs> from Petaluma said, my sister and I would always have competitions. Whoever won got to pick where we were going to watch on TV. Amber and Tanner on demand on Froggy 92.9. 
So do you think this new invention will be helpful or is it unnecessary? So scientists from Penn State University have created a smart diaper with a built-in sensor that's able to send parents a push notification on their phone when their child's diaper needs to be changed. Smarty, a connected smart brief connecting real-time health information and sharing it instantaneously with caregivers and family members. It can alert the staff when a patient's brief or diaper is wet or soiled. Monitor for abnormal body movement, abnormalities in the urine, temperature changes, and more. The Bluetooth-enabled Smarty Puck attaches to a disposable adult brief or diaper with built-in sensors that detect conditions and provides alerts instantaneously. Interesting, right? You no longer have to do the sniff test anymore. I know. <laughs> I mean, I love smart devices and I love new technology. And honestly, if I was a parent, I'd be all over this. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wonder what the alerts say. Like, you're gonna need a you're gonna need a hazmat suit for this one, <laughs> or, or nothing at all. You know, it, wake up! It's soil the clock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, you know, I think it's a very interesting. And I, well, when I first saw it, I was like, smart diapers, really? But when I listened to that ad, they were saying, you know, it can test for abnormalities if anything is wrong. And I was like, oh, yeah. Wow. That's really cool. And so you don't have to guess. You probably could skip a bunch of doctor's appointments if you think something is wrong. And I, yeah, I'm, I'm on board with this. <laughs> Robot diapers. Who would have thought? <laughs> 2023, here we are. I mean, the diapers are still in the development stage. So it's really unclear when they're going to be made available. So don't like try to like Google this exactly right now or like go to Target and try to find the smart diapers. <laughs> um, but, I, you know, I can't imagine how much these bad boys are going to cost. Yeah. You remember like when the computers first came out, they were like, millions of dollars <laughs> that's probably going to be the case for these I, I would love if there was a smart speaker installed in these as well so you could stream froggy anytime you're through like, the diaper yeah, just, <laughs> where's the baby i oh, just you find, like, find it by the luke combs in the background <laughs> at the same time as you hear luke combs uh yeah but they're they're made of paper um they're the only thing is there's like a circuit board and a tiny lithium battery which it's like Ooh, concerning i don't like that i I don't know if I want a battery on my baby. <laughs> right. I, I don't, the, the way they're explaining it and like how it works, it makes it like makes sense. But I'm still just like, there's a battery on my butt. <laughs> you know what happens? Amber and Tanner on demand on Froggy 92.9.